Can I just request that anybody that has a connection to a celebrity that wants to make a really bomb skincare line, reach out to myself and Sarah so we can like advise and direct the future success of your brand. I guarantee you we will not steer you in the wrong direction. In fact, I would bet that we would make your company a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kirby, we got to see each other twice last week. Oh my God, we have so much to talk about. And I was just trying to decide if we were going to cover Adam Levine or my perioral dermatitis first. Oh my God. Well, both breaking news. And now we have to talk about the fact that we saw each other in the flesh. <laughs> so much is happening. There is a lot going on. I never liked Adam Levine. Oh, ooh. So I heard a really interesting story about Adam Levine. So, you know, Kelly Adderton? Yes, legend. Kelly Adderton is a legend. She is an incredible beauty journalist. She's like a role model for us all. Yeah, she worked everywhere. Allure, I think Vanity Fair. And the West Coast editor of Allure for so long. She has some stories. Like she has told me some stories from behind the scenes on some shoots from the early aughts that you're like, your jaw would drop. You're like, there's no way this would fly now. Because there were like no rules. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was just like a complete nut job. But she was telling me because I went and got a facial with Cynthia Franco, who is an incredible esthetician based here in LA. And she does amazing body treatments. But I was going to her because she was doing facials for Kat Berkey. Have you used those products before? <sighs> I've used some, but I'm not giving it the full attention it deserves. And I was sad I missed the dinner last week too. There were too many things last week. There were, there were. And the person that oversees all these events, Caroline, literally busiest woman in town. She was doing St. Jane and then she was doing Cat Berkey and then the outset, like she was doing it all. Meanwhile, she has a five month old baby. I know, wild times, but bravo to everyone involved. Anyways, long story short, Cat, our cat, Cynthia was going to do my facial with the Cat Berkey products, which by the way, I have underestimated that brand. Their stuff is so good. I can't wait to finish doing my skincare like testing because I want to just start implementing all of these products. But Kelly said that, well, this is not news to anyone for the most part, but Adam Levine is an LA kid. He grew up in Brentwood. Like he's from an affluent family. Mm -hmm. The tracks. He went to Brentwood and there was a girl named Jane something or another. And I'm embarrassed that I cannot remember her last name because apparently she too is also like an icon, a legend in the editorial space. And this girl had like a chokehold on everybody at Brentwood High. That's what the album Songs About Jane is about because Adam Levine could not shake her, but she just toyed with him. And I'm like, good. I hope someone did toy with his emotions just like he has with his 
family, his dignity, and his morality. I don't know what I would be more embarrassed about if I were Adam Levine. The fact that I am a terrible man who is cheating on my wife or the fact that I'm a terrible DMer. <laughs> the messages are just so <laughs> They're so cringe. It like is painful and I feel like my emo-ness gets too in the way to like enjoy the fodder around this because I just keep thinking like of Bahati. Bahati and her children are suffering and you, beauty brand, are posting a meme. Oh, I know. The beauty brand was. I'm like, okay, we've, t- we've taken this too far. No, I like posted a gif of a woman holding a knife and I was like, enough. We can't do this anymore. Like, I don't want to see any more Adam Lamemes. Oh my God. But the one about the MacBook just really sent me because- being hot. And then also it ends up sounding like a jet engine. Like while I'm recording the podcast, I'm like, everyone can hear this, but that's where it ends. Oh, the one about the MacBook is funny. We could, it's funny enough. We could fix that. Well, no, I got a new one. So this one's quieter, but the one for work, I'm like, it's going to explode. I'm like, let me help you, Sarah Tan. And she refuses my generous offers day in and day out. Such a Capricorn, such a cap. I'm like, I can do it. One day I'll get over there and I'll just like be like the puppet master and have her whole setup. I'm going to text Matt and be like, we could fix that. Okay. That's you thinking that you can fix it, but. No, I will buy a new, we have, we can buy you a new computer. We can. Can we though? Can we? Well, (laughs) pay us our money. (laughs) Oh my God. Y'all running a business is wild times. So in between the Adam Levine fuckery. We'll just put it that way. Sarah and I got to see each other in real life. We got invited by Spotify to this bomb dinner at this place called Melrose Place LA. What was it called before it was Melrose Place LA? It wasn't the wing. It was... It was like a version of the wing. It was a co-working space and it was basically like... For women. Yeah. It was only for women. And it was like the wing meets Soho House. It was on Melrose Place. It was like right next to Love Shack Fancy. And they have, during the pandemic, it shut down. Now it's back as Melrose Place LA. We had a great dinner there. Is it a restaurant or is it a space? I think it's a space. Okay. Like maybe it's a venue that serves food for events, but you can also work there. IDK. It's cute. It's super cute. Because Spotify is like really going hard on wellness. So we were there repping the beauty sector and we were very happy about it. And podcasts. Yeah. Wellness podcasting. So that was fabulous. We went to that dinner together. I stayed out way too late that night. We were at that dinner for a very long time, which I was proud of. Oh my God, I know. But it's like we couldn't leave because there was just so much good conversation. And I feel like we learned so much and we met so many good people who are in the industry and then also on the Spotify team. It was so much fun. And ate fries with caviar, which now I'm like, where can I get some fries with caviar? I didn't even look at the menu, but I posted it and someone was like, this menu is actually insane. And I was like, oh yeah, it is. Tomahawk steak, as many as you, as many pieces as you'd like. It was great. It was delicious. What a treat. No, truly. It was lovely. So thank you, Spotify podcast for having us. And then we have been like looking forward to this day for months because Kate and Scarlett, Johansson from the outset were coming to LA and they had a big event. It was absolutely fabulous. Guys, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't ever want to hear Sarah Tan tell me, stop. No, 
when I say you don't have any pores. Because guess motherfucking what? Scarlett Johansson literally said this to her. She said, oh, your skin looks poreless or you look like you have no pores. (laughs) I was not there to hear that. But Sarah told me that she said this. So just for the record, I don't hear this little Slasian queen complaining about anything (laughs) ever again. Meanwhile, I'm over here looking like a grotesque monster with perioral dermatitis. Oh my God. Your skin looked great last night. Get out of here. It was a ton of makeup, but thank you. Scarlett did for the record as well. Tell me, she was like, you have the most amazing eye color. She did. And she was like staring into your eyes. But then I was like, wait, does Scarlett have the same eye color as you? And I was like going back and forth and looking at both of your eyes. I was like, you guys, the same. Someone DM me and said that you and Scarlett had the same smile. And I have to agree. You do. Oh my God. Okay. Well, first of all, I have to say, you know, obviously we met, we had the chance to meet Scarlett over Zoom. She is she could not have been a nicer person, a nicer or normal person for being so famous. Usually at these types of events, what happens is, is like, there's a ton of people there, editors, influencers, whatever, industry people, the celebrity gets whisked in and takes a bunch of photos in front of the photo op moment. And then they go to some corner or go to some private area. And then you are whisked to them to take a picture. And I I said this to her, I'm like, we were like talking and then someone was like, please hold the product so we can get some pictures. I'm like, oh, sorry, you have to be a show pony now. And she was like laughing, but I was like, no, like this is so sad. Like that's why you have to do this. They're like the show pony that takes the pictures with the people so they can get the press and they can get people to post about them or whatever. And she was just like hanging out. No, yeah, I like brought my mom and she was just like standing like in the middle of the room, like having conversations with people. Like she was just like bopping around to different people. Yeah, she was just like small talk with everyone. She talked to my mom. Yeah, about Texas. Yeah, she like knew a lot about Texas and like West Texas towns. I'm like, ma'am, where are you getting this information? I don't even know this stuff. And I brought my sister because she's a big fan. And my sister was like full, you know, fan girl and was like, I love Lost in Translation, which I was like, oh my God, I hope Scarlett. And she was so nice about it and was like, oh my God, I was so young when I filmed Lost in Translation. I was 17. I didn't even realize she was that young. And then her and my sister were talking about Japan for like 10 minutes or whatever. And I was like, she doesn't have to do this. Like She could just leave. You know what I mean? She was just so nice. She's like so beautiful. It was painful to look at her. It's like soon so natural. Yeah, blessed. Yeah, blessed. But it was great. I saw a lot of great people at that event. I saw Kensington, who is pretty popular on TikTok. She literally is like Kendall Jenner's doppelganger, but also she's tall. Like she's literally like, I think six feet tall. She's so gorgeous. And she's a Capricorn queen. She should be. She was one of Pat McGrath's muse recently. I was like, good for her. There was a lot of fun people there. Anyways, it was really great to like just get back out in the swing of things. Yeah, it was so nice to see everyone. Yeah, it was a good vibe. So thank you, Team Outset, for having us. That was so fun. Um, last thing before we get into Woif, I just need y'all to know that if you've ever had perioral dermatitis, I am now a part of the club. Okay, Kirby, what is it? I don't even know, honestly. I've been trying to look it up. Like, how do you know that you have it? Dr. Sam. So- about a month ago, I noticed I was getting like these little tiny bumps on the corner of my mouth right here, right by the corner. It's like kind of on my chin, but kind of not. 
there are these bumps. They looked white. And so I thought they might, I was like, oh, weird, like a little cluster of whiteheads. Like I've never had that before. So of course I try to pick them because I am a masochist. And so I was like trying to get in there to get them out and nothing was coming out. So I was getting really annoyed. That was a month ago. Okay. Two weeks goes by. It's like still going strong. Is it growing or is it just? It's kind of just like staying the same, but it's not going away. It's persistent. And I'm doing everything I can, like, you know, calming the inflammation, using, you know, doing skin cycling, all this stuff, just not trying to overdo it, but also trying to like get rid of it. So I posted on Instagram stories. I'm like, Dr. Sam, what is this? SOS, I need help. And like within two seconds, she's like, it's perioral dermatitis. I see this literally all the time. She's like, this is probably like the most consistent dermological issue I see in my office. And typically it comes from dirty makeup brushes. That's on me. Every time I pick up my a brush, I'm like, I should clean you. I should clean you. I should clean you. And then I just... Painful though is I actually clean my brushes like pretty regularly. So... I'm like, is it that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty good at the cleaning of the brushes. But anyways, it's still... It could probably just be anything. I mean, she did say it was extremely hard to pinpoint, as is all things related to acne. But I was like, can you give me a topical? Can you give me something to just slap on there? And she was like, I think the only way this is going to go away is with oral antibiotic, which I am like not an antibiotic person unless I absolutely need to be because I used to be addicted to them in college. You're like my mom. No, I was. I was like obsessed because they made my skin so clear. So I would, even when my skin was clear, I'd be just taking them. And I'm like, this isn't good for me. Yeah, it's bad. I'm on doxycycline right now. I've been on it for about four days. It is starting to subside. Okay. Anyways, I'll keep y'all posted. That's my skin update. But speaking of skin, Sarah, (laughs) what's on your face? It's been a while. (laughs) They're back. Okay. So I feel like the last thing that Tatcha launched was the sunscreen or maybe, I don't know. I feel like I've sort of fallen off their PR list, which makes me really sad, but I did receive lab samples of this launch before it came out. And as you can see, Kirby, it's like pretty much all gone. So Tatcha launched their forest awakening body collection and it consists of a body milk, a body scrub, and a body oil. Me not like remembering what the collection was exactly for. I like thought that the milk was for your face. And I didn't put it on my face, but I was like so confused. And then I like looked it up and I was like, oh, it's a body collection. So nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, so I used it properly. But it's Oh my God. I mean, you know me, you know me and Kirby, we love anything that has not a synthetic scent, but something that smells like it transports us to the spa. And so the whole idea behind forest awakening is like the Japanese ritual of forest bathing, which is essentially just like taking a walk in nature because it's shown, you know, studies have proven that being among trees can like lower stress, reduce blood pressure, help boost your immune system, all these good things. So that is what Vicky and everyone was trying to like bottle up into this collection. The smell of the body milk is just so, so good. I use it immediately after I take a shower and I have also been using the oil, which it's definitely like an oil. So 
if you're not into body oils because it feels like too, like you feel greasy, I like it because I'm dry, but I also feel like I just need to like put on a, a body milk and like get on the couch. So I'm like trying to be real quick about it. So I've been using this. It smells so good. So the Forest Awakening Essential Oil Blend, which is in all of the three products, it has cedar, hiba, and hinoki. So it's like a citrusy wood smell, which I love citrus. Okay. And I love like woody, but it's not like a, it's not masculine wood. It just smells like nature. It just smells like the spa, almost like a eucalyptus. And it just like when you smell it, you're like immediately... You're like, I feel way more relaxed. Transported. Yes. It also has peach tree leaf extract, which I don't know if I've used that before, or if I've used a product that has had that before. And then the plant-derived squalane, which I know and love now, but it's expensive. (laughs) It is expensive. It's it's shocking, I know. It's $48 for 4.5 fluid ounces. It's crazy. When Tatcha launched, were they always like this? They've always just been like hard. I mean, oh God, can we do our pricing episode? We really do. We do. We really need to do. I was asking some people and I was, and I know like some people that have been in the industry for so long that like could speak on it, but they would want to do it anonymously, which I'm totally open to. Unfortunately, politically in this industry, if you're like revealing trade secrets, you won't get another job. So let's talk about it. So they've always been sort of in this price range. So no surprise, but I will just end with saying that like, I love the body milk because it's a little bit more lightweight and liquidy than like a true like body cream. If you're on the drier side, you can use the milk and then the oil or vice versa, however you like to do it. I think it is the perfect amount of scent, but I was reading some of the reviews on Tatcha's website and they're like, I wish that there was a little bit more of a scent. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I actually really like that it's pretty lightweight. The bum bum cream. <laughs> Do you ever use the bum bum cream? I haven't used it, but I hear like people are obsessed with it. Yes, it's so great. I used it the other day and I forgot like how lingering, like the set is very strong and it lasts a long time. And I liked it, but it was almost like too sweet for me. Like it's a little too sweet for like my preference this hinoki body milk it's not going to be like long lasting but like for me it's my like bedtime ritual like i shower i do my skincare routine i do this and then i go to bed like it just feels relaxing like i don't need to wake up smelling like it you know it just helps put me in like a better place so highly suggest the whole collection if you want to do the trio is 120 so maybe do that treat yourself treat yourself everybody We've got some news. The men are coming. They're coming for your face. I mean, Pharrell did it first, essentially, but whatever. Okay. Pharrell did it first, and I feel like that was very... That made sense. That made sense. It made sense to me. And I continue to like human race, so that's exciting. If you are not an Instagram user... Or maybe you just don't get on the internet, which I applaud on every level. Brad Pitt announced his beauty line. No, this is not a joke. The man launched skincare 
I have thoughts, but first, Sarah, do you want to walk people through what this brand is? Yes, sure, actually. Okay, I was just reading the article this morning. And you know what's funny? Kirby, have you ever heard of the app called Speechify? No. So it's like an app that'll read articles to you. So it's like text to speech. Ooh, okay. And I was like, I downloaded it like, I don't know, six months ago, because I was like, this is going to help me like read things like quicker. And I don't use it as often as I should, but it's great. But you can like pick the voices. So it could be like a British woman or like a British man or whatever. And then they randomly have like Gwyneth Paltrow. So you had it, you read it in Gwyneth Paltrow's voice? I had Gwyneth Paltrow read me the Brad Pitt interview on Vogue, which is so funny where he's like praising her. Oh my God. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, because he's like his quote about her doing it right. But I love that in the interview, too, he was talking about and in all the interviews, the one that he did with Kayla Greaves, too, from InStyle, our friend, talking about like Jen, Jen Aniston and Lola V and then Gwyneth and Goop. I'm like this man given given us what we want. OK, so the brand is called Le Domain. I'm a Texan, so I was like Le Domain. Le Domain. Le Domain. Because I'm not going to say Le Domain. I'm going to sound like an idiot. People are going to make fun of me. Well, it is like a very French brand. Like even if you go on the brand's Instagram, it is all in French. Like they're like, we are French. So I'm going to read the Vogue article. It is a science meets nature line of genderless skincare essentials, which is like, how many times have we read that line to describe like maybe all of the skincare brands that have launched this year. So many buzzwords. We have science meets nature. We have genderless. We have essentials that he developed in partnership with the Perrin family, the renowned Chateau de Bucastel Vintners, who are also Pitt's partners in the fan favorite Chateau Miraval Cote de Provence Rosé. While he made a conscious decision not to front the brand as the face of Le Domain, there will be no campaign portraits, no brand on TikTok, and very few interviews after this one. Sad. He has been hands-on as it gets with its concept and development, which is based around the familiar story of grape-based antioxidants that has long been mined by more established brands like Caudalie, like who else uses grapes? I mean, Caudalie is like the brand that's been doing this (laughs) for quite some time. Resveratrol is not a new ingredient, FYI. So in the interview, it's very clear that Brad does not know much about skincare. He knows nothing. He's never heard of what a gua sha is. He hates getting facials. He doesn't like when his makeup artist uses, like he was using and testing the products from La Domain and he saw a change in his skin. If I had a nickel or a dime for every time a celebrity said that. I do want to say, I feel like the part about them, you know, making the wine and then trying to find use for the grapes after smashed grapes, like, and wanting to be like sustainable and find something to do with it. Like, I like that, obviously. Like, I think that that's like honorable, but do we need a skincare brand from Brad Pitt? Let alone at a price point of $300 or more. Okay. Why are the, why is the packaging so big? I don't know. Okay. But let's just break it down. I have many thoughts. Kirby has a lot of thoughts. I want to try it. You know, Kirby and I, obviously, journalists, going to try everything before we give our final verdict. But I do want to hear Kirby's thoughts. Honestly, though, I'm going to be 100% real. Would I try it if they sent it to me? Yes. 
but not in good conscience could I tell people to purchase. If I love this and I actually saw results, I would still be like, this is only minimally effective than going and getting Botox or whatever else. Okay. Like I can't in good conscience tell people buy this $320 serum. By the way, there are no before and afters. All those clinicals that they tout on the website, they talk a lot about how they have these amazing experts, which do seem very qualified in genetics, in the study of wine and the grapes and how that affects the skin. The doctor that specialized in like progeria. Yes. So the two main hero ingredients besides the resveratrol, it's these two molecules, GSM-10, They like talk about how there's been 10 years of research on grape marks from the parent family and that this professor specialized in research topics related to the phenol compounds in it and the grapes and the vines. So that's one. Okay. The other one is pro-GR3, which is related to the study of progeria. And progeria is a disease that causes accelerated aging in children. Okay. So those two things are actually really interesting to me about this brand And if I was describing this brand to someone, it kind of sounds like Augustinus Botter had a baby with Caudalie and then was packaged in that old school tart eye cream. That's with the wooden top. Oh my God. Yes. With the wooden top. Okay. That's how I would describe it to someone that hasn't seen it. And so those things are interesting and, and they seem to have really credible experts and they talk about in vivo testing. They talk about everything is dermatologically tested and that's awesome But if you are a luxury brand at this price point and you're touting all of these clinicals and you make a whole tab on your website that says efficacy, talking about how rigorous the testing is, and you don't have any before and afters showing people what they can potentially expect from these products, I'm sorry, you're doing it wrong. You needed to have contacted someone in the beauty industry that understands their mobile website is a mess. An absolute mess. The reason why I'm passionate about this is because, A, the price point is so high that, like, I expected more from a luxury brand. And same with Brad Pitt. A skincare line from Brad Pitt kind of feels beneath him in some way. Like, they talk about, like, the commercialization of, like, celebrities doing stuff. And he talks about that in the British Vogue thing and how it's kind of like a sellout moment. And, like, it feels like a sellout moment for him because he doesn't know anything, the first thing about skincare. This is not something he's passionate about. The only thing he said is like, you know, the Perrin family and Chateau Miraval, like they wanted to do something innovative. I felt like this was different, but he clearly doesn't know anything because this is not as different as he thinks it is. And I feel very strongly that like, if you're going to charge people this much money, you need to be able to back it up. And also I have a feeling that this was a rushed process. There is a huge lawsuit happening right now. Over the Chateau? Yes, because Angelina and Brad are divorcing, still in the process of that. They bought the Chateau in 2013. They married there in 2014, and they both had equal interest in the company. In 2021, Angelina sold her interest to the Stoli Wine Division, and Brad is now filing a lawsuit against her, claiming that she did that to undermine Brad's interest in Miraval, kind of saying like, These shares are now part of Stoli, a huge alcohol conglomerate and wine company. This guy, Brad, like 
he doesn't really know what he's doing. He just like has like, you know, the other half of the shares or whatever. So my feeling is that perhaps this brand, this skincare brand is a way to show the courts that Brad does have vested interest in this chateau because they're literally making beauty products from the grapes on the chateau. Okay. (laughs) So it seems rushed, like it's been fixed and I get it. Shit happens. But like at this level, you should not be having a, my Shopify link as your website. When you first saw Le Domain or Le Domain, you would go and look it up and it said le-domain, period, <laughs> my Shopify, period, com. Absolutely not. I had so many people message me about this. At first I was like, is this, this is weird, but whatever. I had so many brand founders go, honestly, I just can't get past the Shopify component. Like that's just laziness to me. Lack of attention to detail. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. And I know that there are some people that are calling out the fact that they use the term conservatives versus preservatives. But as Charlotte Palermino mentioned, the word preservative in French actually means condom. So they don't use preservative. They use the word conservative or whatever. And so, but I was noticing like there are some grammatical errors. There's also like they spell aging a certain way in one paragraph. They spell it a different way in another paragraph. Please fix this website and please fix your mobile site because I guarantee you 90% of the people looking at this are on their phones and we need some before and afters. Give us Brad's before and afters. If he's seeing some change, I want to see it. Well, they clearly did test. Like, I mean, they said they said they did. So show us. Let's see what the results were. I want to see them. Yeah, it's interesting that it feels so rushed, like why they needed to launch it at like a certain date. That's why I feel it's rushed. I think the lawsuit has something to do with it. But on top of all that, I think one thing that people are kind of expecting is like... (laughs) you know, they mentioned in an article, like Brad on TikTok, Brad doing, you know, his 18 step skincare routine for Vogue's YouTube channel. And it's like, Brad's not going to be at Sephora. Brad's not going to be at BeautyCon. Okay. Is it available at Sephora? No, no. But I'm just saying like, this is Brad's one shining moment. They touted him out. He's like, he's done. He's done. We're never going to see this man. No, no. Unless he wants to and to defend the brand. Come on, Los Angeles to not talk about your brand. I would actually prefer that, Brad. Would love to interview you, not about your brand. I want to know more about your sculptures. I don't keep up with this man <laughs> as well as you do, apparently. But like, good for good for you? Like, I, I mean, would I want to interview Brad Pitt? Yes, he was charming as hell in that story. But it was like, obvious he doesn't know the first thing about the beauty industry. I do... I have to applaud at least the very fact that he is not trying to pretend like he knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? And I agree. I agree with that. Like he's being very honest and authentic in that he's like, I don't, this isn't my specialty. I used the cream and it worked on my face. So, but you know what? What if this man ends up becoming like, like an Estee Lauder? (laughs) Like, No, he's not going to want to do that. He's going to like fall into it. Hey, you never know. The rich keep getting richer. I mean, you never know. Anyways, Sarah will let you know if she receives the samples. I have been conveniently (laughs) left off of that PR list. (laughs) I will be handling that, the testing on behalf of Los Angeles for that one. Good luck. Good luck. Onward and upwards. Okay. There's another celebrity man launching skincare 
one Travis Barker. Boo. That's my formal review. Boo. So the angle of this is that it's infused with CBD. It's called Barker Wellness. Okay, so when I got the invite for the event last week, I I didn't go, but because it was called Barker Wellness, it was just like CBD. I was expecting supplements, like which we even talked about in the last episode. I thought it was going to be supplements or like lotions and stuff, but it is skincare. The collection consists of five products, a two-in-one face cleanser and mask, a daily moisturizer, an eye serum, a face serum, and a renewal balm. The prices range from $85 to $130. They're available on Barker Wellness and Kardashian favorite Revolve. Unlike Brad, I did see a quote. Fiona Chan, who's the founder of Youthphoria, posted, it was an interview that Travis Barker did with Elle, where he says he wanted to help your skin do things like reduce redness, while keeping it high quality, clean, and cruelty-free. And she goes, I can't imagine this is how he naturally talks. <laughs> like, me neither. So I know a reporter that was there. She said that, you know, it's like backed by doctors. And she asked him, so who's the doctor behind this? And he like was like, um, and then he had to like call someone over and was like, hey, like, I don't know the answer to this. It's like, come on, man. This is a cash grab. Let's be real. Travis Barker is not passionate about this. He's now a part of a family that makes money off of making brands. This is his brand. If I thought it was even the slightest bit genuine, I would be maybe interested in it, but it feels so inauthentic. I think there was so much he could have done with the CBD angle, given he went through that traumatic plane crash many years ago. Yeah. And then to like Fiona, she was like, why didn't he do like a tattoo care line or like lots of people said that. Yep. He's a drummer. He could do hand care. He could have done the tattoo thing. Something for his hair. His non-hair. Yeah, his non-hair. His head. His head. His scalp. Scalp care. I mean, the price points are outrageous. I mean, that's a big bottle. What is that? This is the two-in-one face cleanser mask. It's cute. Like, it's like a nice packaging, but... I mean, it's aluminum. Yes, it's aluminum. It's a tube. 500 milligrams of cannabinoids. Zero THC. I cannot wait for Charlotte Palermino to give a dissertation about this because if anyone knows about cannabinoids, it's her. So I'm really interested to hear her perspective. But yeah, I mean, this could not feel any more ingenuine to me. I say that this was probably developed and produced in the last year. I agree. It's crazy what you can do when you got so much money, Kirby. I know. They say money can't buy you everything, but... Can I just request that anybody that has a connection to a celebrity that wants to make a really bomb skincare line, reach out to myself and Sarah so we can like advise and direct the future success of your brand. I guarantee you we will not steer you in the wrong direction. In fact, I would bet that we would make your company a hundred million dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> stop with these bogus launches. Like it feels embarrassing. It's like, do you guys think we're stupid? Do you guys think we're stupid? We're not stupid. The consumers are not stupid. And Charlotte, I bring up Charlotte because I agree with like most of every single point she ever makes. But she like did a video and it was like, the reason why people were so receptive to like Pharrell and Hailey Bieber is because like they were actively talking about this stuff like prior to launching a brand. Like they seemed invested in the beauty industry. And when you seem invested, people 
find a connection with that. And like, that's exciting. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there have been people that have surprised me, Selena Gomez being one. Remember when we heard she was launching a brand in 2019? And I was like, does this girl even talk about makeup? Or even Sierra. Yeah. And then she came on the pod and totally schooled everyone on vitamin C. Not schooled, but she definitely like, she could answer the questions we were asking her. Yes, she was informed. She was an informed founder. As you should be when you are a founder of a skincare brand. Because trust us, we have had founders that we have not aired their episodes because it's been clear they don't know what the hell they're talking about. So it exists and it happens. Let us know if you at all are interested in either of these brands. I'm going to say that 95% of people are not. I know. I'm just like, I'm the target demo for the Brad Pitt one. Sorry to everyone. I'm weak. Listen, if Chris Evans was promoting something, I would happily just stand (laughs) for that brand. Okay. Like I get it. We have our biases. In more distressing news. So many of you probably have seen the headlines about Masa Amini. She was a 22-year-old that died after being placed under arrest by Iran's morality police. Okay, just the term morality police is disgusting. I'm sorry. It's horrible. And she was a she was a Kurdish woman. Her hair, I guess, was exposed from under her hijab. Her hijab. Mm-hmm. And she was with her family. The morality police detained her, took her in. There was like a kerfuffle of some sort. There's lots of different varying reports. But she was escorted out on a like a gurney to go to the hospital and she died. And women in Iran are pissed, rightfully so. They are fed up. They're over it. And I agree. I think that they have reached their ultimate breaking point. I didn't even know what was going on until I saw a lot of people on Instagram tagging me about Masa. And I was so confused. I didn't know what was going on. I obviously wanted to read up on it more before I started, I, you know, I decided to post anything. But this is a societal tragedy. This is horrendous. I mean, the women are the ones at the forefront in Iran right now protesting against the government and showing amazing acts of courage and bravery by doing so. One of the ways that they're kind of standing out and saying their pieces by cutting their hair off. Allure has a story and it says that, you know, protests have erupted across Iran with women posting TikToks of themselves cutting their hair, burning their hijabs in public and shouting women life freedom during flash protests. These protests have been going on for, I think, a week now. It says one TikTok appears to show women dancing and burning their hijabs in the street, surrounded by protesters, men and women cheering them on. Another video shows a compilation of women and men cutting their hair with overlaid text reading, Iranian people are cutting their hair to protest the killing of 22-year-old girl Masa Amini by the police in Iran because of the hijab. And this really reminds me a lot of George Floyd's death that happened in June of 2020. So many things had happened prior to that. So many unlawful and terrible killings had happened against Black men and women. George Floyd's death was the straw that broke the camel's back. And Masa's death is what did it for Iran. I stand with Iran and the women there This is absolutely heartbreaking. 
Something has got to change. They're shutting the internet down in Iran, which is awful. LA has like the biggest community of Iranians outside of Iran. And there was like a huge, huge protest too that happened. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. Happened. I think it was like, well, last week. My heart breaks for all of them. And especially the women who are currently in Iran, because like, how do you even I mean, they're so like you said, Kirby, so, so pissed. They're pissed. I don't know what we can do to help except for like talk about it. Yes, I think we need to talk about it, especially since they're turning off the Internet there. I saw this on CNN. It said president of Iran abandons CNN interview after Amanpour declines demand to wear a headscarf. Some 40 minutes after the interview was scheduled to start with Ibrahim Raisi running late, and A told Christiane Amanpour that Racy had suggested she wear a headscarf. So so Christian Amanpour is CNN's chief international anchor, and she was supposed to meet with the president of Iran, and he was running late and basically was like, you need to wear a headscarf in my presence. And she's like, we're doing this in New York. <laughs> when I go to Iran, I have to wear a hijab because I can't get my work done if I don't. But I have never ever had to do this. She said here in New York or anywhere else outside of Iran, I have never been asked by any Iranian president and I have interviewed every single one of them since 1995, either inside or outside of Iran, never have been asked to wear a headscarf. And so he declined. He never showed up for the interview. He declined and didn't come. I'm like, good for her. Good for her. Honestly, something's got to change. I don't even know what the proper responses to this, except just keep talking about it, keep sharing about it, let people know that this is happening, you know, especially with Roe versus Wade and that situation here in the United States. It just feels like more and more and more the agency over our own bodies is being taken away worldwide. Something has got to change. This is insane. Right. Our hearts are with everyone. Everyone continue to spread the word and talk about it. It's just so devastating. It is. It is. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.